Let's go. That must mean something's going to happen. Like another episode of Ask a Traffic Cop. It's Tuesday, the 23rd of January, 2024. And uh, that's what we do. Whenever we do it, we do we do this thing where we answer your traffic and police questions for about an hour, sometimes more. That's why the about thing gives us some flexibility. Anyway, uh, what's going on in your life? Got some questions? Because we got answers. Not everybody likes our answers. That is for certain. It's funny how that works, though. Uh, I have uh, I've spoken to a lot of people by way of chat. Like, well, chat, messages, comment section. Put up a video yesterday talking about pulling people over. Someone asked, can I be pulled over for any reason? And if I'm pulled over, do I have to cooperate even if I didn't do anything wrong? My goodness, 40,000 views and lots of comments, almost 500 comments. And a lot of people who think they're lawyers or, or think they're, or maybe they think we're not in Canada. Maybe they think we're in the States, but they are not aware of what the rules are. And they're getting some really bad advice. So let me just recap what we said in the video. If you're pulled over by police in Ontario, you actually have to stop. And if you are asked for your license, ownership, and insurance, you have to give them to them or you can get tickets. Uh, if you're made of, uh, sorry, if a demand is made of you to perform a, uh, a test to give a breath sample or, you know, participate in a uh, roadside sobriety test, you got to do it. You don't have to talk to me about your wife, your kids, where you're going, uh, but you, you do have to talk to me for the purposes of identification and that sort of thing. And then the concept of not having a reason, well, we can stop anyone to verify their license status. You know, you have to be a licensed driver. And if you're in the driver's seat of a motor vehicle, that's sort of what we're looking for to make sure that you're licensed. Uh, we have to make sure that you're insured, that the vehicle is insured. We have to make sure that the, uh, the vehicle, oh, the driver's sober. And of course that the vehicle's safe. We're looking for major defects. We're not, you know, going to certify it for you, but a lot of people got getting upset. How come you can tell me that the vehicle is, uh, is safe or not safe? What gives you the right? You're not a mechanic. So many great conversations, a lot of angry people, but I'm used to it. I, I, I'm okay with it. I got big shoulders. You can, uh, and, and I can handle it. People get angry, but it's funny. It's, 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 well, I shouldn't say it. It's mildly entertaining when people get really upset about things that they may or may not understand, but it just shows you how important it is to, to watch this show, to follow this channel so you can learn about stuff. So you, so you don't get surprised that there's rules that you have to follow if you're a driver or a cyclist even a pedestrian. Anyway, uh, if you're watching, it's probably on one of the channels that we're broadcasting in. Otherwise, how would you see what we're doing here? Uh, let me let me talk about how you can actually engage and ask questions. And the answer to that is simple. Uh, ask questions in the comments. Pretty much every platform is going to support that. Uh, and what are the platforms? Well, we're currently broadcasting on YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Kick. You know that platform uh, sorry, and, and Twitter, that platform now called X. But uh, how do you ask questions? Well, on any of them, you should be able to ask us questions and we should be able to see them. Uh, very often we get messages from every platform so we know it's working. So if you're on a platform, please say hello. Let us know that you're there so that we can, you know, confirm it's working. Now, there have been issues with uh, TikTok in that not all messages have been translated over from the other platforms. So I've got multiple windows here to, uh, to be able to ensure that I get your messages. We do our very best. Uh, if you want to switch platforms, you're watching us on one, but think it's a better experience somewhere else. And I can guarantee you if you're on Instagram that it's a better experience on another platform because Instagram gives you a little window in the center. And if you want the widescreen look and feel, and, uh, you know, in case we get some other guests when I move over and you're ending up staring at Buddy, uh, yeah, if 
you want to get the widescreen view, switch, go to youtube.trafficcop.ca or trafficcop.ca by itself. You'll go over to our uh, link tree and it gives you all the options there. Also, if you don't have time to watch us live, but want to catch up when you're driving, it's illegal to watch videos when you're driving, but you can download the podcast episode on your favorite podcast app. I download these episodes and upload them to Spotify where they're then shared for everybody to enjoy afterwards. So by all means, subscribe to our Ask a Traffic Cop uh, episode or podcast. And we also have TPS Traffic Jam, which is a totally different thing. That's where you get episodes of uh, guests talking about different things. The most recent episode that we published in TPS Traffic Jam was with Deputy Chief Larry Coco from Toronto Fire Services. And we talked about the, what's it called? Oh, mental moment. It's called, uh, no, Runaway, Thermal Runaway. That's what it's called. Yeah, if you want to know about that, which is very interesting. We've had over, and last year we had over 50 fires in the city of Toronto specific to the uh, the magic of uh, batteries on electric vehicles, specifically e-bikes, e-scooters, uh, one wheels, things of that nature where people modified them, did stuff and things to them that made them unstable because lithium ion has a funny way of going kaboom if not treated well or if defective or, or, or. Uh, good morning to Paul. Who says, good morning, Sean. Uh, Michael says, how art thou? Maybe uh, that should be my signature greeting. I like how art thou. I've used that many a time. Uh, it, it works. And then you have to go watch uh, Knights of the Round Table-ish movies. Uh, good morning, Sean and everyone. I hope everyone is having an amazing day. That's from Brandon. Chase uh, is talking about other stuff, but I know he says, good morning. Rob K says, good morning, Sean. Good morning to you, too. And... I now have two things that are cool. Uh, all of the chat that comes, and, and TikTok's obviously working because uh, Rob said good morning from TikTok. It also appears that uh, everything that you type on any platform should be reshared for everybody else now. So all platforms should see the comments. Well, TikTok's one way, LinkedIn's one way, but many of them are getting all of the comments. So that's, that's a plus. Okay. Uh, reminder that if you would be so kind as to please Start your question with the letter Q so I know it's a question. It's not just chat amongst the viewers because that happens. Uh, let's see here. What is the electric? Okay, we're going to talk questions about Vespas or electric scooters. And then we have questions about G1 driving. Cool. So we've got some questions. Before we get to your questions, and we will get to your questions, I want to talk about the Vision Zero enforcement team. They are a group of officers who are dedicated to changing driver behavior one ticket at a time. How do they do it and what do they focus on? Well, they're looking for the big four. That's speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving. Those are the driver activities that they choose to engage in that lead to serious injury and death more often than others. So we focus on those because we're all about protecting people. For those who keep saying that we are toll collectors, um, tax collectors, we're road pirates because we're taking the money from people who are you know, just trying to make a living, there's an easy way to prevent fines. It's called not breaking the law. So if you don't speed, you don't do anything that you're not allowed to do, we get the signal not to stop you and give you a ticket for what you did wrong. It's just, I know it's wild. It's it's crazy. But if you break the law, we're going to give you a ticket. And it's not so we can make money. It's got nothing to do with finances. It's about giving you a reminder not to do it again. If it's fun, you might do it again. If it's not fun, it costs you money, you, you probably won't do it. Worked for me when I was a kid. I got a ticket for running a stop sign. Didn't even see it. Boy, I see every stop sign now. I tell you, <laughs> stop signs are no longer invisible. It was one ticket. Uh, there was actually one other ticket. I think I was doing 15 or 20 over, and uh, I got a ticket for that. So two tickets. When I was a kid, I don't think I ever got another one. I changed my driving. I, I, I woke up. All right. Uh, where is the Vision Zero enforcement team today? They are focused and 
and and and and going strong at 32 Division and 42 Division. Those are the neighborhoods of Downsview, Willowdale, Newtonbrook, Bathurst Manor, Malvern, Agent Court, Milliken, Rouge, Scarborough. That is, uh, they are in neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play, and deserve to be safe. We post these particular locations. These these notifications on Twitter or X, uh, on Instagram and Facebook every single day. If you'd like to know where we are before I tell you on the live stream, well, then I suggest you go and follow us. Trafficcop.ca has lists of all of our social media platforms. So check it out and subscribe. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the first question, which came in from Chase, who says, I remember Sergeant Campbell talking about there being an exemption for mechanic diagnostic, diagnostic tools for screen visible charge. So is it legal to look at a scan tool for engine data when driving? Uh, there is a specific line about that, and I'd have to pull it up to give you the wording. But there, there are some exemptions uh, for very specific purposes, and one of them is for engine diagnostics. But it's not that you can drive looking at it. It's that it can be open and visible. Uh, to the best of my knowledge. I'll have to reread that and uh, and share it with you later. But it's a good question. So there are some exemptions. Check them out. What is the maximum speed on an electric Vespa, please? So an electric Vespa, I'm assuming, is what you're, what you're referring to as a e-bike, an electric scooter. If it's an e-bike, if it qualifies, uh, in order to qualify as an e-bike, well, the maximum speed has to be, it cannot be capable of going more than 32 kilometers an hour. Which is, I think, 20 miles an hour. So 32 kilometers an hour is the maximum speed that it can be capable of. It can have no more than a 500-watt motor, and it has to be in good working condition. The operator has to be 16 years old, and the rider has to be wearing a helmet. Oh, and it must have functional pedals, and they must be attached. So if all those things are in the uh, in the green, then you can drive that or ride that as a bicycle. Now, the Vespa ones, the where you can ride them changes based on the bylaws of the city in the city of Toronto, you can't use bike, bike lanes in those. They're like motorcycles. You can't use bike lanes or sorry, you can use bike lanes, but not cycle tracks, which are the separated ones. So know what you're riding before you decide to use different things. You can't use it on bike paths and so on. If you have a pedelec, pedelec is a bicycle that only allows you to have uh, augmented or, or assistive energy while you're pedaling, but has no throttle. Those can be used anywhere. I think those are the better option. Okay. Uh, to do, we're going to go into some other questions. I still have a pinned one. I think I do. Hey, 16 year old driver operate an ATV on the roads. No G two G or, uh, M two M I believe, but no, and a, a learner's permit does not allow for you to do anything really, uh, other than drive a G class vehicle whilst being supervised by a G fully licensed G-Class driver with four years experience. Okay, some other stuff has popped up. I love the people who say, who make these comments. Okay, we'll come into this in a second. Oh, a whole bunch just updated. Love it, love it. Tons of messages. There's a little bit of a delay sometimes. Okay, let's go here. Okay. Humphrey Villages or Villag... No, Villagas. Okay. Good morning, Sean. Let's say if I'm waiting to turn left at a green light with upcoming traffic and the light is turning yellow and the car from the upcoming traffic coming fast and the lights become red, but I'm waiting to turn right and we crash, who's most likely to be liable? So you're waiting to turn left. You said right later. Uh, So they run the light. 
you have to ensure that that person is stopping before you engage in your turn. So turning when it's not safe is your responsibility. Stopping for a red light is their responsibility. You might both be responsible and you both, you both may receive charges uh, under the Highway Traffic Act. So it's not something that uh, the person read, uh, ran a red so they're more uh, or solely liable if you did something because you assumed that, that they were going to, uh, uh, to do the right thing. When they were, when you, yeah, I know you, you corrected the turn left thing. So yeah, the, the deal is that we don't, we do two things. We, we look for the individual activities that led to the collision or that took place. So if you did something wrong and they did something wrong, we might charge both of you because you both did something wrong. And we will make a determination as to who caused the collision from our perspective, but your insurance company will ultimately make decisions and they will subrogate. That's where they negotiate back and forth themselves uh, based on the percentage of, of uh, fault that they attribute. We don't do percentages. We'll drive, we have driver number one and driver number two. Uh, the person more at fault is there, but when it gets down to like 60, 40, that person did, did they calculated the actuaries do their thing. Nothing to do with us. Uh, oh, and, and Chase, uh, who started with a question, but then, backed up and said, good morrow and happy Tuesday. Okay. Let's see. Brandon says, I remember you mentioned in you don't have use of force. Do you still have to do firearms training? So as someone who's not currently frontline because of my injuries uh, in, in condition, I don't go to use of force requalification because I'm not carrying use of force. Police officers in Ontario must annually requalify for firearms, baton, uh, pepper, spray, hang. We, we go through and, and, and ensure that we have up-to-date training and are still capable of utilizing those things properly. We get signed off from the college saying, yep, yeah, we're up to standard, and then we're good for another year. Uh, but that's for those who are actually using force or have use of force tools. I miss my tools, but I'm not on the road right now. So I hope to, at one point, be able to get them back. Okay, Victoria Pereira says, good morning. Thanks for all your advice. Victoria, thank you for the thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Mike says, Chase, Toonie Tuesday was happy Tuesday, otherwise sad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Chase says, so I guess you can't be pulled over for no reason. It's just that people don't understand driving is a regulated activity so they can check your license at, uh, as a reason for the stop. Precisely. If you are going to engage in driving, which is regulated on roads, and it's a safety thing, uh, we must make sure that the person driving is licensed. Now, very often we hear things, well, you have ALPR and you have the ability of running a license plate, so you know if we're licensed. No, we may be able to check if the registered owner is licensed or not, which is not always the case because you don't have to have a license to own a vehicle. And companies own vehicles. So we need to stop the vehicle to ensure that the person is licensed because very often they're not. Sadly, very often they're not. Uh, insurance. We are accused of being able to know whether or not you have insurance by staring at your car. No. Uh, we have a last known report on file, but insurance changes Uh up-to-date records don't get updated every day. Uh, they're irregularly updated. There's, there's, I, I don't know the specific span of time, but it's not to the minute. So we still have to check. Uh, sobriety, we cannot tell sobriety. We have a good guess based on driving behavior, but we don't know sobriety unless we check. Okay, Harmighty says, good morning. Good morning to you. Um, Northern Pike says, good morning, Sean and everyone. Thank you, thank you. Good morning to you too. Uh, Chase says it's Taco Tuesday for him. I, oh, tell me that's what I should make for dinner. Hmm. Okay. And uh, let's see here. AR says more and more cars with tinted windshields. Absolutely true. And interestingly enough, many, many people believe that the United States allows for tinted windshields. Uh, I was in Florida. This is I've been in Florida recently, but I, I spoke to the Orange County 
uh, sheriff's office. Had a great tour, fantastic people down there. Uh, we planned on doing a podcast and never got around to it. I hope that uh, uh, the good, uh, was it the inspector? I think he was an inspector. No, I'm messing up the rank. Anyway, we were going to do a podcast together, but he was also talking about retiring. And I, we, I may have missed him before he retired, which I feel terrible about. Uh, he said that it's a, like an epidemic in Florida with tinted windshields, but we're seeing more and more of them here and they're absolutely not legal. In fact, if we were to see a tinted windshield, we would likely give you the option of peeling it in front of us, but if not, uh, or, and, and not necessarily uh, required to give you that option, but we would take your license plates. Your vehicle would be unsafe for the road. You'd have to reapply and get your vehicle resafety. Okay. Brad says you can't just pull someone over for nothing. No, I, I think we've really explained the heck out of it. We can pull you over to check if you're licensed, to check if you're sober, to check if you're insured, to check if your vehicle is unsafe. And that's if you've done nothing wrong driving. And since 2018, mandatory alcohol screening is a thing. So we can pull you over to have you perform that test. That's a sobriety test. It can be done on everybody we pull over, and we can pull over people just for that purpose. Lots of reasons to pull people over. It's not for no reason. There's always a reason. For no reason, we wouldn't pull you over. Okay. Uh, Big Jeff Fresh says, good morning, feeling amazing today. Been doing gym since October and Weight Watchers since beginning of year. Lots of loss and feeling great. I'm very happy for you, Big Jeff Fresh. Um, I need to follow in your footsteps. I have not been feeling great. I have not gone back to the gym. I have not been eating well, and I have not lost lots of weight, but I uh, definitely need to. Okay. Michael wants to know, where did Sean get the plastic signs for the office? These are trade show booth signs that are done on corrugated instead of metal, so they're light and can be done. Speaking of trade show, we are going to be at the auto show. I'm really excited. Uh, do I have the dates in front of me? Let's see if I have the dates. I think it's February 10th to 25th, or maybe it's 16th to 25th, or maybe I should open up a web browser because I want to give you good details, and I want you to come visit. Uh, auto show. Let's see what's up. Auto Show, February 16th, 25th, 2024 at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. I will be there. I think I'll be there every day. So come say hello. Put it in your calendars. Make sure you go and get your schedule all worked out so you can come visit. It's going to be a good time. And we're going to do this show from there every day. That's the plan. Uh, what do you have against window tint? Personally, uh, I love the way it looks. But from a safety perspective... It blocks light. Oddly enough, your eyes require light in order to see. The less light you get, the less you see. It's just that sciencey thing. And yes, eyes can can change and dilate and adapt for lower light conditions, but it's not the same. And at night, you restrict the available light to even less light. So yeah, it's really a problem. If you have it on your windshield, it is absolutely prohibited. If you have it on the windows left and right of the driver, they're regulated. You cannot safety a vehicle that has thirty more than 30% light blockage, which means 70% must get through the window. If it is more, it is a reason to deem your vehicle unsafe. If it is 30 or less, it depends on atmospheric conditions. If the light outside is bright and we see you, hey, it's great, no ticket today. If we can't see you or it's dark outside and we can't see you, it is a reason to give you a ticket. The ticket for obscuring the interior of a motor vehicle is $110. The ticket for obscuring a driver's view is $110. And the ticket for unsafe vehicle, well, it gets expensive because you're towing your vehicle. It's no set fine. You go to court, and I think it's up to $1,000. Don't, don't, don't go there. There's so many vehicles that are doing it, and there's so many reasons to pull people over already. Why give us more? 
Uh, let's see here. Someone, Dale was talking to Woody. Don't know what they're talking about. Moving along. Ah, this is shocking. Northern Pike is talking about the fact that Toronto Police has only 37 more police officers on staff than we did in 1999. Toronto Police put out a a Twitter post saying that there has been an increase in population in the city of Toronto of 600,000 people, and yet our staffing has only 37 more officers on well available. Uh, I don't know on the road in office or what the story is, but our strength is only 37 more. So it has not increased the way it should. We are understaffed considerably. And uh, yeah, that's what they're talking about. It's in the news all day, every day, because we have unreasonable wait times. They're they're publishing that we need to be faster, but we need more people to do that. So we are understaffed and it's very interesting to watch this all play out in the media. Okay. Somebody said, are you being paid for this? I am being paid for this. I'm a police officer. I work at uh, Toronto Police Traffic Services as a citywide unit for the Toronto Police Service. And oddly enough, a media relations officer gets paid just like a frontline police officer does because we're doing valuable work. Not only do I, uh, uh, not only do I speak to media and do social media outreach, which is what I'm doing for you, I used to have to do this only on telephone and at schools and at barbecues and that's how we did this. We had crew units who went around the city and six or so officers would go and do meet and greets and explain and have one-on-one conversations. I, there's 903 people uh, that have had a look at the, the stream on one channel, 18 people on YouTube live, and this gets replayed forever. So we have millions of views, millions of views. We have 640 some odd thousand followers on TikTok. The videos that we create are reaching many, many people. This is the largest educational platform or channel on TikTok. We don't do dancing. We don't do singing. We don't really do jokes, uh, except the dad jokes on this live stream. But that's another story. Okay. Uh, I want to remind everyone to please like, follow, subscribe. And if you're on TikTok, please tap the screen repeatedly until your fingers go numb because likes help tell the algorithm that they should share this with more people. Our highest number of people through a live stream, 40,000 people. Now, that was a while ago. And maybe it was summertime and there were more people off work or out of school and they had the ability to sit in front of screen at 10 o'clock in the morning. Whereas today people are at school and work and doing their thing. So it's, we're, we don't, we're not all about likes, not all about getting, uh, you know, views and, and so on. We just want to help people. And the more people we can help, the better it is for everybody. At least, you know, make sure that this show continues to be here. Uh, if we're not helping people, maybe they'll say, well, why are we doing this? We shouldn't do this anymore. So I, I like to be able to show numbers. It's not not because we make money from TikTok. We don't. Somebody got really upset. I'm complaining, they said. You should not be getting paid from TikTok and being paid by uh, Toronto Police. I'm like, but I don't. I only get paid by Toronto Police. Canadian creators don't get uh, get money in general. And secondly, um, we don't do advertising. We don't do brand deals. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting paid for anything except my salary. And this is not the only thing I do during the day. This is one of the things I do. Anyway, moving on, I've gone down farther down the rabbit hole than I ever planned to go about money. Uh, Harmighty says, tint is for people who are up to no good, period. It's so unnecessary in most cases. And here's where I, I totally agree with you. I, I think it's great for reducing solar load. I get it for, you know, why the rear or the back 
uh, seats can be tinted because privacy and transporting valuables and things like that. But for the driver's compartment, I 100% agree. We need to be able to see inside. Police need to be able to see whether you're wearing a seatbelt, using your phone, picking your nose. Okay, we don't really care if you're picking your nose, but we want to see anyway because it's it's funny. Uh, and then there's uh, the fact that, uh, you know, so we talked about seatbelts, cell phones, uh, smoking, drinking alcohol, describing. Now, that's just from a police perspective. How about the public? Public needs to be able to describe you when they call the police to say you're doing something. So there's that. If uh, if there's a child behind the wheel, they've taken the car. We want to be able to see things that look suspicious. But the public needs to be able to make eye contact and so on. It's it's a safety thing. Uh, public the, the pedestrians crossing the street should be able to see inside and identify a driver and look in their eyes and know that they're being seen. It's nonverbal communication, really important. It's a thing. So, uh, yeah, there's the one thing that people don't get is that there's no reasonable... Uh, expectation of privacy driving a motor vehicle. You are not entitled to be in a blacked out car and, and invisible to the public. If you need that, get a limo, hire a driver, sit in the back seat. Okay. Chase says, I remember Sergeant Campbell talking about there being an exemption for mechanic. We talked about this. How is this still out of order? Okay. For some reason, things got bumped around or repeated. I don't know why. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Good morning from Hamilton. Be safe out there with snow coming down. Yes, today big snow is expected, so be careful. I have to go get a tire fix because I have a hole in it. I woke up this morning, I started driving, saw my light uh, turn on for low tire pressure. Fortunately, I drive with a portable air compressor, so I was able to get it up to um, to, to a safe uh, pressure so I could drive and get to work. But, you know, otherwise I would have been stuck at the side of the road and I would have had to call the Motor League. Now, I am a member of CAA. I think that that's a great thing to do call and get towed, to call and get uh, tire changes. That's a good option. Do you have a plan for the winter? Uh, we've not really had winter. We've had a couple sprinkles. But what happens if you get stuck? Do you pay for stuff like that? Now, CAA is a partner with us for safety education, but they do a lot of things other than that. So consider, consider looking at options, whether it be them or somebody else. I would suggest things like that are good. They come in handy. And towing today is very expensive because as of the beginning of the year, we have new rules on towing. And if it's included, well, CAA just got way more valuable or motor, motor leagues and, and uh, roadside assistance plants just got way more uh, valuable than they ever did before. Just saying. All right. Looking for questions I've not yet answered. Roman says, good morning. I missed that earlier. Scarborough says, any comments on media officer charged with DOA? DUI. Uh, I'm not familiar with this. I saw something about someone being arrested for other things, a police officer, sadly. Uh, but I'm not aware of this one, so I, I got nothing to say about it because I didn't know what happened. Uh, why the F are parking tickets $75 now? Probably because people didn't get the hint when they were less. Don't park illegally. You won't get a parking ticket. Same thing. The price was too cheap. People just said, ah, it's whatever. It doesn't matter. And they kept on doing it. So now they raise the price because the idea is to motivate people not to break the law. You know, when it was $35 or whatever the number was, it was probably in a time when $35 was a lot of money. Now, the equivalent with inflation, I guess, is $75. So, yeah, don't, don't break the law. In a 50-kilometer-an-hour zone, is it okay to drive 40 kilometers an hour? Yes, legally. Absolutely. Stay to the right and allow people who are going faster to, to go past you if they're allowed to go faster. Uh, is it unnecessary slow driving? Well, if it's snowing, raining, uh, any kind of inclement weather, low drive or poor driving conditions, gravel on the road, there could be 
a multitude of reasons why you need to go 40. And it's perfectly within the law. If it was raining, we driving in schools tell you to drive 10 kilometers under the posted limit. Uh, does that upset people? Too bad. Now, if you're on the highway and you're in the passing lane, which is just what we call it, it's, you know, it's the, le- the left lane, the far left lane, people expect to be going the speed limit at a minimum. And of course, there's a whole bunch of people who are speeding, breaking the law, but we won't get into that. If you're going slower than the speed of traffic, even if the speed of traffic is breaking the law, state of the right, it's safer for everybody. Uh, Let us concentrate on ticketing the clowns who speed. Okay. We got how old do you have to be to use an e-scooter? 16 years old. If you're talking about the stand-up. Sorry, the the, the e-bike. E-bikes require you to be 16. Uh, Now, I don't know if they changed that. Do you know how you can check? If you go to trafficcop.ca and scroll down to useful links, you can have a look-see. And look what happens when you go there. I'm going to go there right now. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Let's see what they are. Uh, Useful links. We're going to go to riding an e-bike. Okay, I'll click that. It'll open a new window. Of course, it doesn't change for you, so I have to do it here. <laughs> Riding an e-bike. Oh, yeah, I wanted to look at these scooters. I already pulled the wrong one up. Uh, but it says 16 years or old. Oh, I'm, not even on, I'm not even sharing it to you. There we go, 16 or older. But the one I wanted to share with you was e-kick scooters. There we go. It's the next one down. And that is here. Too many button presses. So that used to, I, at one point they were talking about 14 years old, and now I think they raised it to 16, but maybe they've changed I don't know. Where does it say? Helmets, minimum age for riders. Yeah, I want to know what the requirements are. Too many, no, they've changed it. It was originally 14, now it's 16 years old. E-scooter requirements is now 16. Oh, I'm glad I checked because it's, uh, it's confusing for everybody, and they change stuff. Anyway, 16 for all, which is good. Bush Farm says we should stop paying taxes and govern ourselves. We don't need cops wasting our money. If that was only possible. So, well, I don't want to get into political stuff, but there was an event that took place in the States, and they closed it off and said, no cops. It was a no-cop zone. You know what they did? They created their own unofficial policing of each other, and it got violent and terrible. Uh, No, that's a bad idea. (laughs) It's funny that you think it's a good idea. Tim Shallow says, good morning, Sean. Uh, we have Dior Steppa, uh, who accuses it accuses us of uh, enforcing laws because it's about money. But they're wrong, and it's okay to be wrong. You just need to get educated about what it really is, and you have to be willing to consider that you're wrong. Like, p- people have so many preconceived notions, and they're not willing to hear other possibilities. It's hard to change people's mind when they don't want to have them changed. Okay, scrolling back, we have, do-do-do, what do we have? <laughs> Many people chewing other people out for an, an alleging IQ issues. Okay, Rachel has a question. If driving down street and car pulled out from side that was parked and hit him, whose fault? Driving down street and car pulled out from side that had been parked and I hit them. Who's at fault? Well, you have an obligation to try and avoid a collision, but if they start from stopped or pull out from a, or start from a parked location, uh, maybe 
messing up the wording, but they'd, they'd be at fault. They have to ensure that they're, they're pulling out into traffic safely. If there was no way for you to avoid it, that, that would be their fault. Uh, there are specific charges for it. Now I want to check out the wording. You've intrigued me. Okay, let's see here. Highway Traffic Act. Parked. It's a good keyword. Uh, parking obstructs. Start from parked position, not in safety. The driver or operator of a vehicle parked or stopped on the highway before setting the vehicle in motion shall first see that the movement can be made in safety, and if in turning the vehicle the operation of any other vehicle may be affected by the movement, shall give a signal plainly visible to the driver or operator of the other uh, vehicle of the intention to make the movement. Uh, but obviously, if that causes a collision, they are going to be at fault. Troy Boy says it's uh, all about the money. Revenue enforcement, LOL. Uh, inaccurate. But again, people think what they want to think. Uh, do you always give people tickets or sometimes just warnings? When I started, I was about 50-50. Uh, and then as I got, uh, got on, I started giving more tickets and fewer warnings because I found that the people who were doing the warnings were getting caught multiple times. Funny story. I pulled over a young man uh, who was driving his mother to work in the wee hours. I pulled that same person over a year later, almost to the day, doing the same thing for the same offense with the same excuse. Yeah, the the heartstrings can only uh, get pulled once. But I, I found many, many people, like I would reduce fines, like they were much more serious. I dropped them down. And then I found that person challenging them in court to try and get out of all responsibility. They were absolutely guilty. They got a break roadside. Yeah, I stopped giving breaks. I, I, very rarely. Or, or what I would do is if you were like eligible for 10 tickets, I would give you the serious ones and I would let you uh, have warnings for the minor ones. I, it's not about money. It's about teaching a lesson. And I don't mean te teaching a lesson where I told you, ha, ha, ha. I mean, really have you remember not to do it again. And if it was something that re required demerit points, Create a history of your driving. If I give you a warning, and uh, or if it's a verbal warning, there's no record of it. I've done nothing to ensure that you uh, have an escalating measure next time. See, I would read all the previous tickets when I was having it side of the road to see if you'd done the same thing before. If this was not the first time you had done that thing, you were definitely getting a ticket. Uh, so it all depends. Every situation is different. Somebody didn't like the comment I, I made yesterday saying uh, in, a, in a video saying it's it's a good idea to be take responsibility and be polite. They said, oh, it's threatening people. You know, you should have the same uh, outlook or consequence for your actions, regardless of whether you're being nice or not nice. I disagree. If someone's being not nice, I don't need to use discretion to give them a break. But if they are being nice, I am somehow motivated to give them a nice thing. So just be polite. It's just so much easier. You, you may not agree with the ticket, but you don't have to be rude. And if you want to argue, go to court. That's what it's there for. Uh, what's this? Am I allowed to modify the speed on an e-bike to go over 40? Ha-ha. If I didn't make, make this clear earlier, in order for an e-bike to be an e-bike, it cannot be capable of going more than 32 kilometers an hour. So what happens if you modify it to go over 32 kilometers an hour? It reverts to its original motor vehicle status, requiring license ownership and a driver's license. Sorry, license for you, the motor, motorcycle license, not a bicycle license, motorcycle license. It requires a permit and insurance. Yeah. So um, if you don't have that, the fines for no insurance of a motor vehicle in Ontario start at $5,000 and go to a maximum of $25,000 on your first conviction 
Also, you're eligible for up to six months in jail. So no, you cannot make an e-bike to go over 40. However, there are tons of people who do. And that brings me to thermal runaway. When you modify an e-bike very often, it causes things to go south. And I mean that in the set fire to itself, thermal runaway, fire, bad. There were over 50 e-bikes and e-kick scooters that went up in smoke in the city of Toronto last year. Uh, Check it out, TPS Traffic Jam for the podcast uh, talking to Deputy Chief Larry Coco on that very topic. Good stuff to know. So not only is it illegal to be on the road, it's a bad idea because fires happen when you modify things. Or can, anyway. Dr. Nick, what's going on? If the backseat passenger is having a nap, are they allowed to put their feet up on the back bench seat but still have a seatbelt on? That would be an, uh, an improper way of wearing the seatbelt. The dynamics of a collision would cause serious injury. If that person was doing it, there are ways to have a nap without sitting across the bench. Uh, so no, that would be improper use and you could be, uh, they could get a seatbelt charge. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Dale correctly says you'd need to plate it and insure it for the e-bike that goes faster. What, what speed is too slow in a 50 zone? It depends. It depends if you're uh, interfering with traffic. Nobody else is there doing 25 is not illegal. If, uh, mind you, it might get you investigated to see if you, if you're, if you're high, uh, slow drivers sometimes are high. That might be a clue. Uh, anyway, Bush farm is, uh, still at it. Doesn't like police. You don't have to watch the show. You know, <laughs> it's too funny. Um, what's the fine for having a car without catalytic converters? Uh, that is going to be, I think $615 under the new rules because it falls under emissions tampering and it is under the HTA now. It's not the EPA, uh, emissions, emissions. Let's see if I can find it. Drive motor vehicle, not in accordance with emission regulation 365, but drive, uh, cause or permit operation of motor vehicle, not in accordance with, uh, no, that's 365. Cause or permit operation of commercial motor vehicle 615. Tamper with motor vehicle emissions 615. Cause or permit tampering 615. Sell or offer to sell emissions tampering 615. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. Let's look at this. Cause or permit operation of, uh, let's see. No person shall drive or cause or permit to be driven on a highway, a motor vehicle that does not comply with the regulations respecting emissions. But then, Cause or permit operation of a no tamper. No person shall drive or cause or permit to be driven. Same thing. No person shall tamper, cause or permit a person to tamper by removing, bypassing, defeating, rendering, and operating uh, any or all part of a motor vehicle's emissions control system or modifying motor or motor vehicle any way that results in increased emissions. Like it's it's pretty. I got to make a video just about this because it's it's uh, it's pretty broad. Uh, Elizabeth is talking about underflow. Oh, maybe you're talking about underflow of traffic. Uh, what's the fine for, oh, we talked about that. <laughs> so it was underflow, underflow, autocorrect sucks. Damn underglow. <laughs> uh, are you asking if underglow is legal? Uh, it is not specifically legal or illegal. It lives in a, in a, in a weird void. And essentially, uh, you can... Have it if it doesn't project light forward, back, or to the sides. If the only thing I'm seeing is light reflection off the ground, I have no issue with it. If the bulbs, however, are installed in such a way that you're projecting directly light out, well, then there's problems because you can only project white or amber to the front. You can only project red or amber to the rear. And 
very rarely does anybody have the ability to truly control what direction it is if the bulbs are visible. I would say it's not. Um, it's best used not on the road. Private property for the win. Uh, Humphrey says, can an EV use all the HOV in Ontario or only the one that says so? On 400 series highways, plates uh, or green plated HOV, uh, sorry, green plated EVs or it's not just electric vehicles. It is also, uh, what is the other one? Hydrogen powered vehicles. So, or hybrids that are gas and plug-in electric combinations. They can use them as long as they have green plates. It's not the, the type of vehicle it is. It is the plate that gives them the access. So here's the crazy thing. If you have an EV or a qualified green vehicle, but you decide to get plates that are custom, well, they're only available in blue, which means you give up your ability to use the HOV lanes when you're solo. You can Anyone can use the HOV lanes if they qualify with the minimum number of uh, passengers in the vehicle. But if you want to use them solo... You have to have the green plate. Bush Farm really is annoying. Wow. Hang on a second. Where's my button? I got a button for Bush Farm. I have to find them, though. Well, we'll see them, and then we'll say goodbye to them. Uh, okay. Punishable with fine means... What is this? Oh, everything just scrolled up. Stand by. Got to scroll back. That's one of my major complaints. Refreshing the window when when new chat things upload, everything goes, and I have to scroll back 500 messages. And we get so many messages. In the meantime, my name is Sean Chipper. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. And if you're new to the show, please take the opportunity to follow, like, subscribe. If you're on TikTok in particular, please, please go and flag uh, or, or tap that screen until you are uh, numb in the fingers from pressing it so many times because it really helps tell the algorithm that we are worth watching and it'll bring more people to the party. Maybe there's someone out there who has a question, but it's something you've never thought of. Unless they're here, they won't have the opportunity to ask it and you'll never know the answer that they never asked. Yeah. <laughs> that said, if you're watching on YouTube, we get a ton of views on YouTube, but very often they're from people who are not subscribed to us. So please subscribe, click that bell to, and set it so that you get notified when we have new content. We do post stuff here on a regular basis. Everything is worthy of posting. Lots of your questions are worthy of getting their own videos. So we try and do that. Uh, just a reminder to put the letter Q before your questions so I can ensure that I recognize it as something other than chatter amongst those in the chat. Uh, we talked about this already. Rob K says, albeit more directed to OPP, why is there not more enforcement on lane one campers? Uh, prevent road rage. Well, if the two things, and this is where I lose my mind. If lane one is traveling at 100 kilometers an hour, that is the legal maximum for the road. No one should be upset about a camper doing the speed limit. No one should be speeding. But I acknowledge that the people who are speeding don't care about safety, so they're going to do really dumb things and pass on the right and keep going above the posted speed limit. So in the interest of safety, I suggest that anyone who is traveling at or below the speed limit stay to the right. Let the people who are choosing to speed speed because it's not your job to slow them down, even though... I would love to see automated enforcement take care of all of their licenses. Like in Europe, you would lose your license for speeding. Not saying you, Rob, just, you know, I'm assuming you're talking about the person who's doing 20 under in the left lane, which I totally understand. They should not be there. Uh, let's see here. What's next? Okay. Steve says, 
if that were only true, I'm sure this is in response to uh, caring about safety. Cops are so far from infallible and get paid to go to court, unlike John Q. Public, who usually loses a day's pay to get found not guilty. It's absolute nonsense that if you do nothing wrong, you won't get pulled over. And that, what does he continue here? I have to see where it was cut off. Uh, And that you won't get a ticket. You're just... You're just be insincere. No, I'm being absolutely sincere. Pulling you over to investigate you does not mean you're getting a ticket. If I check to see if you have a license, you don't get a ticket for being stopped and you have a license. You get a ticket for being stopped and not having a license. See how this works? If you don't break the law, you don't get a ticket. We don't send people to court to defend nothing. We only send them to court if they've been charged. If they've been charged, they had to have done something wrong. It is about safety. And yes, our job is to go to court. And yes, we are paid to go to court. But that. I can tell you that people don't want to go to court on their days off. They want to go be spending time with their family. They have hobbies and interests and things. It's not all about being a cop 24 seven. I mean, we are cops 24 seven, but we are humans who like doing things outside of work. At least I do. And so do the vast majority of us. Uh, And there's other things we could be doing that are far more interesting than going to court to talk to you about. And, and you made a comment, uh, to be found not guilty. You're presuming that they would go to court and be found not No, we get lots of convictions. There are people who play games and try and make it, you know, oh, I'm not available today. Oh, I have to go. It's an emergency. Oh, the officer's here. Oh, I'm not here. Send somebody. Like, they play games. It's really, it's really sad. Uh, officer, may I drive a 50cc gasoline scooter with just my G-Class license? No. You must have a motorcycle license to drive a scooter that is powered by gas. 50cc, 49cc, 20cc, it doesn't matter. If it's gas, it's a motor vehicle. Uh, It does not qualify as an e-bike, which requires it to be electric. So you must have an M-class license. Now, you can get low-speed licenses, so you have different qualifications, but it's got to be licensed and insured for the road, and you must have a license. But it has to be a motorcycle license. When you pull people over for something, do you always give them tickets or sometimes warnings? We covered that. In fact, I already saw this question specifically. Ah, Britt says, uh, I love your TikToks. Thank you very much, Britt. I appreciate it. Uh, we, we, do so, we do so much, and we've had so many positive responses. Obviously, people don't always like our stuff, but I really love hearing from those who do because it's, it's, it's rewarding. That's what we do it for. It's, for. it's for all the likes. No, it's not for the likes. It's for safety. <laughs> but the likes are, are a bonus. Okay, scrolling back because we just had a, a dump of new chat messages. It's 1049. We should be stopping in 11 minutes, but I don't think we will because there's a ton of interesting things coming my way in terms of questions. I will sip some stuff. Okay. I think I found my place. Here we go. Question. I got caught speeding with it. With it. Sorry, I got I got caught. I can't speak. I got caught speeding with a G1 without a driver. How long is my license suspended for? On conviction, you're going to get a 30-day suspension because you got a uh, you were driving as a G1 on a company. That's on conviction. First one, speeding, depending on how fast you were going, might give you another suspension for 30 days. In fact, since it's your second conviction, they, uh, you'll probably get bumped to 90 days for the second one. So it depends. Uh, if you were to get any ticket that has more than four demerit points, that triggers a suspension. And because it's escalating measures, like first of all, you have no business being behind the wheel of a motor vehicle unaccompanied. So you, I would hope that you'd lose your license. And I, and I don't mean to be mean, but if you're willing to, to throw caution to the wind and break laws as a G1 who has absolutely no business being there, um, I don't want you on the road. It's, it's bad. Uh, good luck getting insurance also when you get licensed because this is a bad thing. It suggests you can't follow rules. Uh, 
Uh, but but go on. Uh, if you get a 30-day suspension on a conviction, that qualifies. A second one is 90. The third time you get kicked out of the licensing program, you have to start all over again anyway. Uh, a lot of people might be upset with me saying I want people to lose their licenses. I don't want unsafe drivers on the road, period. It's it's not personal. It's safety. I want people who follow the rules and do the right thing to be on the road. Uh, let's see here. S for statement. <laughs> okay. Um Oh, he's making a statement. He's he's answering. This is Michael, who knows lots of stuff and things. He's been here since day one. Uh, if I wrote legislation, quads meaning motorcycle requirements can be a quad motorcycle. 16-year-old driver would still need an M1, M2 with Q condition. By the way, just to, for anyone watching, if they're confused, this is not currently the rule. This is if Michael was king of Canada. And I, and, uh, I, I think that there's lots of opportunity to make things better. Okay. So I have a set of mid-mufflers, but the cop did not see tailpipe mufflers and gave me a ticket. Well, it sounds like you might have a defense. If they didn't see it, but they do exist and you can prove that in court, then you should definitely go to court. We talked about this already. I beat my stunt charges. Anyone who needs free advice, let me know. Good luck to you. I'm sure that you as a TikTok lawyer will do great. Uh, I am I am Boy Mom says, good morning, Sean. Good morning to you too. Uh, please only ask questions once. I see the same questions being repeated. Okay. When is it a good when is a good time to report parking longer than three hours? You can always complain to parking. There's an online form if you're in the city of Toronto where you can have a parking enforcement officer attend. Uh, just because it's three hours that you've noticed, if they haven't chalked the tires, if they have not um, made notes as to when they saw it last, they may not be able to write the ticket. Uh, they'd have to probably add three more hours. I, I don't know how they roll, but I but yeah. If it depends if it's just street parking. But if it's a constant problem, if someone's always doing this in your neighborhood, uh, definitely you can make the report online. It'll become something on their radar. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Same cars all day. Oh, definitely make the report. And you can make, uh, you can talk to a supervisor as well. You can also talk to your uh, your local counselor. Like where I live, uh when I was in high school, I was annoyed because I lived close to a school that my street was so, it was overwhelmed during pickup and drop-off times that people were parking on either side of the street. You couldn't drive down the street. It was just full of parents who were blocking the roads. They put street signs up to say no parking during school year. And that changed uh, the the street for us. It was a huge thing. Uh, you can do things like that. Call and talk to them. They're very happy, to, usually very happy to help you out. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Since Okay. Damon Clark says, since drifting in snow is stunned, what happens if you drift a corner but not on purpose? So it's very important to, to note that if you are losing traction but not intentionally, it's not against the law per se. Now, if you're drifting because you're driving too quickly and every corner is drifting around the corner, I'd say it's careless driving and possibly stunt driving. And I think if you do it on a couple of turns, I would be able to substantiate in court that that was stunt intentionally. Uh, if it was, if I was behind you and I saw you lose traction once, but never again, that's pretty clear that it was an accidental loss of traction because you're not driving, you know, according to the road conditions. So you should slow down. Uh, that's pretty much it. But drifting when you're, when you're just drifting in parking lots, very clear to us that it's drifting and stunt driving and so on. So hopefully, uh, that answers your question. I'm scrolling back. Here we go. Uh, let's see here. Is, uh, 
Uh, is there a moderator on TikTok today? No, there is not. Uh, our moderator is moderating his lifestyle by not being here today. Okay. TZ says, thank you, PC Sean. You spread awareness. Appreciate your TikToks. Thanks so much. Humphrey says, thanks. Good to know that both can be charged. This was in relation to uh, one person running a uh, an amber and the other person making a left. Could both people be charged? Yes. Ah, oh. Akela says, greetings and salutations from Hospital Row. Does that mean you're going to the hospital? Is everything okay? Uh, is everyone okay? Hmm, this is not good. Akela has uh, Akela and Mrs. Draconis, uh, were, were, you know, occasionally have to get checked out. Mrs. Draconis, Draconis was uh, recovering from a collision. Hope that everybody's doing well. Dale says, hey, Sean, can your people delete that G character from the chat? They're just annoying. Uh, where's the G character? I probably could. You know how I could probably do it? I can go into the app and hopefully, uh, I don't want to break anything. I don't see G, though. Let me see if I can find them. Next time I see them, we'll lose them. Harry says, hey, boss. Michael says, uh, get well, Akela. Oh, we got a Yogi Berra quote. And now I really want to find out what this G is. But G, G, maybe that's the, 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 someone says, leave Ontario if you don't like things. That's pretty funny. A lot of, lot of very strong feelings here. Okay. James Warville says, if you bought a car, can you drive it with plates from an old car for so many days? And then continues to say, without registering. So if you purchase a motor vehicle and you have insurance on that new motor vehicle, but you have not had time to register it in your name, then if you have plates that are unattached, they have to have the status of unattached, but still valid in your, in your uh, library of plates, they cannot be attached. You can't take it off your Toyota Corolla, put them onto your Jeep Wrangler um, because they're your Corolla plates. They have to have been off of your Corolla, no vehicle uh, attached to them in the system. Then you could use them for six days. But really the idea is to get them, it's to get it to the mechanic or get it to the registry and get it done. It's not to drive around aimlessly. Okay. Is it, tra is, oh, here, let's, let's get rid of this person. Can we mute them? Put them in a timeout. Hopefully that worked. Triggered. Who keeps replying? <laughs> they asked the question a hundred times, but they obviously aren't listening to the answer. Uh, we got a dad joke. Okay. He's not even listening. He's just letting us know where he is. Medical appointments today. No sound. Catch the show on replay. Right on. What is this question? Michael says, does Sean know where they were purchased? I could use a highway. Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, you're talking about, this is still talking about the signs behind. Uh, there's all sorts of places that make fake signs. They can make one for you. Any sign shop could recreate that. Peter says, so sunglasses are a problem now? No, sunglasses are not a problem. But sunglasses shouldn't be worn at night, even though the glasses aren't regulated. Can an can a person drive an electric scooter, e-car, e-scooter without a license? It really depends on what we're talking about. A uh, An e-scooter, an e-bicycle qualify as, uh, as, as bicycles and don't require licenses if they qualify under the legislation. 
if they go 33 kilometers an hour as an e-bike, it's a motor vehicle, needs license, ownership, and insurance. E-car, a Tesla requires a license. So I'm not, I'm not, you, you need to have a license. It's all about whether it qualifies as a personal mobility scooter or if it is something that is more. <laughs> this at G, but I don't see who G is. I'm not seeing, maybe I'm seeing their nickname instead of their actual name. Why don't I see who G is? Anyway, moving on. I miss having multitudes of moderators like Emma, who is, uh, or one of our original moderators who is not moderating anymore uh, because, uh, you know, we, we had a bunch of people in the community who were helping out and it was great, but we this, the policy changed and we had to have everybody be a member of the police service to moderate. So uh, this is why we don't have moderators anymore because they haven't joined the police service. Keep telling Emma, you can join the police service. <laughs> no, we can't do that anymore. Uh, let's see. Oh, it is triggered. <laughs> okay. Uh, more appointments tomorrow. Cool. Could you talk about OPC? I'm going to be applying to become a police officer. I can certainly talk about stuff and things related to becoming a police officer. Uh, what, what would you like to know? Because that's a pretty vague and giant, huge <laughs> conversation. Um, it was funny. I was I was watching a very, very funny uh, uh, account yesterday. It was being dating a cop part like 13 and this particular nurse as it turns out was talking about all the things my wife and I were watching this video and she was laughing because everything she says is absolutely true uh, both her parents were also police and uh, she talks about being the child of two police officers so great content I don't recall the uh, account name maybe I'll have to repost one of the videos because I think they're awesome but in terms of OPC what would you like to know uh, I did say I was going to pull this up and talk about employment before I squirreled if you're interested in becoming a police officer with the Toronto Police Service in particular, tps.ca forward slash careers is a place to go to get all the information you ever wanted to know and more. And I was looking up things for friends yesterday about qualifications for police constable, special constable, parking enforcement officer, and, you know, whatever whatever looks good to you. Now, I noticed last night that a whole bunch of jobs posted after I talked about them. So I'm opening up the civilian jobs because I'm completely going off track. Admin assistant. It's a civilian job. Say a service person, civilian job, temporary admin, intermediate technical analyst. And then the ones that we've been talking about every day, which is a training specialist, indigenous, developer in the digital team, inter intermediate technical analyst in radio infrastructure, and yippee. So things are always changing. But uh, the admin assistant and service person jobs and the temp admin, they showed up after our show yesterday. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned it. Now, OPC is where you go once you're hired by the Toronto Police Service as a police officer. You do pre-OPC training, which is at the Toronto Police College, and then you're sent off to do the uh, OPC, which is the Ontario Provincial College, uh, sorry, uh, Ontario Police College, where all police officers in the province of Ontario are required to attend. Um, you spend time there, you live there, you study there, you can come home on weekends or stay. Um, there's a lot of eggs. <laughs> But uh, I don't know what to talk about. Like, it was a great experience. Aside from being away from family, uh, I really had a good experience there. Tequila says, Sean. I don't know how to answer that. Tequila. <laughs> what do you say to that? Okay. Do, do, do. Okay. Going back to questions. Can't see me as a ticket, Peter? What? I don't get it. 
Is white turn signals legal on the rear, not brake lights, just signal? If you're talking about the lens color, I don't suggest it, but as long as the lights that are being emitted are amber, you cannot emit white light to the rear. Okay. Why only in Ontario is it not legal to pass on a double yellow line? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'm sure that one day uh, we will get up to speed and make it the same as everybody else. I actually would like to see one law for all of Canada. Like we have a criminal code for all of Canada. Why don't we have traffic laws for all of Canada? I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, Okay, put this person on timeout again. Yeah, I don't know who the ticket. I, I gotta. I don't like using the. Um, does he even read kick chat? Uh, yes, eventually I do. Uh, Tim Burgess says, "Great job, Sean. Keep up the good work. Thanks very much." That's coming in from TikTok. Okay, Dale says, "I'm pretty sure not illegal. If accident occurs, may be a different story." Yeah. So the deal is in the province of Ontario, we're the only province that doesn't have a charge for crossing the yellow line or lines. It's not enforceable just for doing that. You cause a collision when you cross it. You're absolutely responsible for that. Okay. We've got police coming to school as a kid is a good memory. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I had great relationships with the officers that came to school, and they inspired me to become a police officer. That's sort of how this happened. I like this. Does he even... Read Kick Chat. Kick doesn't come up in, as a logo. It does on my screen, so I know you're on Kick. All I see is TikTok and YouTube. Uh, I don't know if Kick Relay works, where Kick gets the the chat relayed back. So you may not be seeing their stuff, but uh, yeah, I, I go through and I read whatever I see. What is this? Totally Canadian says I'm giving you a ticket for doing a job. I don't know if that's a dig or a, or a congratulatory ticket. Positive ticketing is a good thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I've tried to uh, to censor uh, triggered from YouTube. I don't know if it worked. Peter says, oh, that's great. You're a cop not doing cop stuff. I got news for you. You don't know what cop stuff is because this is it. This is part of it. Traffic safety. It, it A large component of that is traffic education. And uh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. Teaching people about stuff and things. But you're welcome to leave if you don't like it. Are speed cameras uh, on all the time? 30 kilometer an hour school zone at 2 a.m. on Saturday, 35 kilometers is ticketable. They're on all the time. They're in school zones and community safety zones, regardless of whether school is in session, the cameras are active. And whether it's five kilometers or more, I don't know. Uh, They don't tell us that. But don't. Don't actually speed. Speeding bad. Okay. Michael says, triggered. If you need an answer and have to leave, you can catch the replay on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify after the show. Absolutely. Okay. Can you drive on the highway with a G2? Yes, you can. It's a conditional license uh, where you can drive alone. And yes, you can drive on the expressway or controlled access uh, uh, highway, which is what we're talking to because any road on the province of Ontario is a highway. 
If you're watching and you're new to the channel, my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day. Uh, we go live weekdays, at least most weekdays, and we're not going live tomorrow, uh, but we go live most weekdays for uh, this, Ask a Traffic Cop, where we answer your traffic and police questions for at least an hour. We're already over an hour now, but there's lots of questions to go, so I'll try and continue for as long as possible, maybe taking it to that 11.30 mark or so. All right. Number, uh, oh, Amanda says, doing great, you should read children's books. I read children's books all the time because I have children, and they love it when I read to them. And I've actually considered creating a YouTube channel where I read my kids' books uh, so that one day... The videos of that will be reading my grandchildren, all things going well, books. Uh, I think it's a cool way of archiving. Like, what an interesting concept. I have, through creating hundreds of hours of educational content on YouTube and other platforms, created a way that my kids and grandkids can sort of get to know me well after I'm gone. Maybe you want to create a YouTube channel and talk about things that you like. I think that content creation is fantastic for that purpose, creating a, an archive. I wish I had a YouTube channel that I can go and look at uh, for the people that I love and lo uh, loved and lost in uh, my life. You know, uh, uh, Being able to hear a story about my grandparents from my grandparents would have been cool. So uh, I think that's really neat. I'm going to have to create more. I've been meaning to create a lot of cool content that I've not created other than the stuff that I do here every day. Anyway, Amanda, thank you for that. I'm going to read some books into YouTube now. Uh, what is this? Okay. Oh, okay. King5K says, I know you're a cop, but do you know anything about buying a car in the U.S. and trying to register it in Canada and if there's any extra taxes or things to know? Yes. Um, I know this from secondhand or thirdhand information. If you're buying a vehicle in the United States, uh, there are regulations. Like you have to change the dashboard to, to be able to display kilometers. Uh, I know with Corvettes, Certain bumpers had to be replaced because they were crash tested for American standards, not Canadian. So it can be very expensive and, and difficult. If they're more than 15 years, though, I believe they don't need to be converted to Canadian standards. So if you're buying a classic car or a right-hand drive car, there's things you can avoid doing if, you're, if it's more than 15 years old. Taxes, yes. Importation taxes, you do have to pay them, and it can be expensive. Uh, what I can tell you is don't import a car that has American plates, drive it around as a Canadian because you'll get fined and the car will get seized. And I dealt with that where someone was using their kid's car. They were, the kid was, uh, the, the child, the, the daughter was in Florida living registered there. The plates were registered to them uh, in Florida and they were driving illegally in Canada without paying taxes. It was like a $30,000 fine for a, BM, uh, it was a BMW SUV. A while ago. Okay, scrolling back. Northern Pike says, uh, da, 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 da. Northern Pike has a question about uh, stuff and things. Uh, I would suggest going online uh, to trafficop.ca, send me a message, uh, and potentially, well, we'll talk about it. But uh, rather than putting this in the show, go to, go to uh, trafficop.ca, submit a question to me on the form, Happy to chat about it. Okay. <laughs> Michael with his Lord of the Flies. Uh, question. Should we stay off the roads at the end of the month so that we don't get pulled over by the cops who have to meet quota for tickets? Is it true you have a quota and commission for tickets to be met? I have never heard of anywhere who has a quota 
or and definitely not commission. This is not personally motivated. When we give tickets, it's for safety. It's trying to direct drivers to be better. It's trying to make roads safer for everyone. Nothing to do with personal gain. Uh, just doesn't happen. I don't get a commission, no free toaster, no vacation to the Bahamas if I meet a certain threshold. That said, I'm expected to do my job. If I go out for 8 or 10 or 12 hours and I don't write anything, then I'm driving with my eyes closed because I see the wildest stuff and it's happening every few cars. I could write a ticket. I could burn through, how about this? The only thing that would reduce me from, uh, restrict me from writing more tickets is the speed in which my pen was writing or the amount of time it took to take it. I can write tickets nonstop. Searching for tickets is not difficult, but we can write tickets for anything. We're trying to write tickets for the stuff that leads to serious injury and death because we want to protect life. That's what it's really about. But I could write tickets all day long. I can write dozens of tickets on each vehicle I stop. It's really wild. People don't follow the rules <laughs> or don't maintain their vehicles. Vehicles are, uh, it's wild, wild. But that's not what we're here for. We don't have the right tickets for everything. We're looking for the big stuff very often, most often. Okay. Ah, very good point. Stephen Nelson uh, or Nielsen says, if it wasn't about the money, it would simply be jail time or license to qualifications or suspensions. I agree that that would be the alternative to money. Money is the thing that allows you to pay a fine, have the not-so-nice feeling of being fined, but doesn't put you in jail. Now, you can go to jail for a lot of these offenses. If you'd like to go to jail, you could probably say, hey, I don't want to pay the $110 fine. Send me to jail. And I bet you they'd let you do it because it's an option. The courts can send you to jail. But why would we want to put people in jail and ruin their careers when the financial impact could be a nudge the least offensive way to correct your behavior. But license disqualifications, people need to drive. The idea is to be the least intrusive. Look at how it, it distracted driving. It started as a $125 fine. Because people aren't getting the message, it went up and up and up. It is now $615 with a three demerit point and three-day suspension on conviction. It's not us who wanted more money. It's not us who needed to, to, to ensure that you were suspended. If a $125 fine would have stopped you from doing it, we wouldn't have a, driving, a, a cell phone problem, a distracted driving problem, but it didn't work. Maybe jail is the right thing. Maybe uh, impound of the, of the vehicle is the thing. And I'm sure it'll go there if people don't get the message. But Steve, you're, you're, I would totally take and give people jail time for these things. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. I love that you think it is, but it's not. So many people agree with you, though. They don't get it. What would you do if you pulled over two teens with only their G1? How many charges would there be? Elijah wants to know. So first charge is going to be whatever the offense was that cost me to pull them over, if there was. It could have been just a random thing. They looked too young, and I checked the, the status of their license. Or the G-class driver in their home or registered to the vehicle does not match the description of the driver. I'm going to find out what that driver is. Okay, so let's say uh, they were speeding or they made a wrong turn or they didn't signal. That's going to be a charge I'm going to lay. Then it's going to be the G1 unaccompanied, $110, 30-day suspension, 90 or, or depending on how many times they'd be convicted, but minimum 30-day suspension on conviction. Then I'm going to go for the vehicle owner because if they let them drive the car knowingly, well, then they're getting a charge for permitting someone to drive in contravention of their, of their uh, conditions. If they didn't know, then I'm going to charge that teen driver with take vehicle without consent because they stole that car. So that's going to be a criminal charge. 
Now, if they got into a crash, I should also mention that there is no insurance for an unlicensed driver, and they are an unlicensed driver, not covered by any insurance policy because the vehicle is covered for liability. But when it's and when it's a stolen car, if they have comprehensive, it would also, well, it's stolen. So, but uh, yeah, I would char- I would throw the book at them. Absolutely, no excuse. When stunt driving says six months incarcerated, is that jail or penitentiary prison? Uh, two years less a day is jail. Two years uh, and up is penitentiary. So no, it would not be penitentiary. It would be jail, which is probably worse by a lot. Do you need a license to drive a mobility scooter? No. Uh, mobility scooters are not licensed, but you do need to have zero. You, you can't. You can't be impaired on a mobility scooter. If it's a wheelchair, however, you you're you're it's, you're considered a pedestrian. Uh, uh, Ryan says, Constable Ed Parks, fifty four, charged with unlawfully entering a dwelling, theft over five thousand, and assault. Do you have any comment? Yeah, it's not cool. Um, that's embarrassing. I don't know the details, but if it's accurate, if the allegations and those are allegations at this point, uh, then that's that's not okay. I read that yesterday on a, on a press release. It's not secret squirrel information. I read the, all the stuff that comes out, at least I try to. And uh, if those allegations are correct, then no one in a uniform is happy about that. It's not okay. But there are allegations, and that doesn't mean that that person is guilty of it. It just means allegations. We investigate and lay charges based on allegations, but we'll see what happens in court. Now, not only is it court, but it's the the, uh, the Police Services Act, Um OIPRD, like there's all sorts of things. Hey, hey, we were just talking about stuff and things. How did I know you'd still be talking about stuff and things? Well, because because everything's working and it's good, and your high visibility is is perfect for the uh, camera. I, you know what, I had to go out and play today. How is it out there? Had work to do. It's starting to get a little a uh, little snowy out there, and I was crawling around underneath the car trying to. Investigate something going on there. So, Very nice. Yeah, but I made her back. This is one we were just talking about. Ryan Ryan Dow has a, has this uh, to ask. It was about a press release that came out yesterday, and my comment was that it's it's, it's an allegation for one, and B, there's nobody happy about it. So this yeah, is we're not happy about it. I'm sure the uh, the alleged victim is not happy about it. And you know what? We are uh, we are people too. We have other lives outside of this. We have to act in a way that is uh, appropriate at all times because we are police officers. Mm-hmm. And it'll be up to a court to decide whether that was appropriate or not appropriate, depending on what he did. Agreed. Northern Pike says, Restream bot, stop spamming. Is it uh, too often to get five-minute reminders to say, put a cue before the question? Uh, I might change the timing on that to only 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, is there a fine infraction for removing mufflers? Mm, yes. <laughs> Well, not rem- removing them per se. Well, actually, that's not true. If you're tampering, it is improper it's a muffler, and it's a uh, a noise ticket because it's going to change the. And it's a tampering ticket for six hundred and fifteen dollars now. Yes, it's nice. Even more things to lay charges for. So we don't want to lay charges, but also we get an awful lot of complaints of noisy yeah. cars zipping around everywhere. That's probably the number one complaint in residential areas is the noise of cars. We have a question from from Twitter. It's so rare to get a Twitter question. We love Twitter. We have not been showing much love to Twitter because it never worked before. It's uh, not Twitter, though. Oh, it's X. It says right. it right there. So facing north on Peter and Queen, can you drive through on Soho Street? I have no idea. 
I can't visualize that intersection at the moment. Facing north on Peter and Queen. Is there a sign prohibiting it? Is it a one way? Um, give us more. Got a picture? We'd have to Google I'm it. Sure, speak, I'm sure speak. we can Google it, but the more you give us, I, we know lots of the city, but not every place. Yes. Many places we know, many places we don't. Uh, Northern Pike says, yes, keep going, Sean. I don't know what we're keep going on. Cause it, 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 the Cause delay of which... Uh, 20 after 11 and you're still going? Maybe that's why. But that was actually a 10 to 10. Oh, a well. 10 to 11, I should say. And you know what? I, I kind of like his handle. Northern Bike. Good band. You got you got votes here. Steve says, I have quite literally been charged with doing something 100% legal. I did have the pleasure of making the OPP officer involved look really dumb in front of the judge who tossed it halfway through my questioning of the cop. It was too funny. Uh, I need to know more. Like, what was the 100% legal thing? I can't comment on something. You've given me half a story. But uh, it's possible that people make mistakes, but it's unlikely. You know what? We don't know everything. No. Well, we, his we complaint don't. was that we get paid to go to court, and he had to take a day off work to be found not guilty. And I, my response is that most people being found not guilty are due to technicalities or playing games. I, there are very few people who are actually innocent that we charge. I agree. Yeah. It, it's, it's unfortunate. I think it's a big waste of money in court. I think people should have to pay for the ticket in order to challenge it as opposed to just being able to challenge it. But I don't make the rules. I'm just saying I think we need to cut down on the people. Actually, there might be a change soon where there'd be fewer people going to court. Oh, really? They're talking about going to uh, uh, certified evidence. In fact, I think it's already on the books that we can use certified evidence. Right. So we wouldn't actually have to go there and... Right. Is it Viva Voce where we give it in, in person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, the spoken where we could just use our evidence and that would work. And that way the game of making sure the officer attends and rebooking and rebooking and rebooking and wasting yep. tons of money would go away. Although I agree that there has to be a process. Yes. There has to be a court process because if you in fact are innocent, there has to be a process to go through um, to determine that. Mm-hmm. And it should be fair and it should be impartial and it, it, it it's what makes us a better society than, say, a communist society. So We get accused get, of communism all the time on the channel. We? Oh, yeah, they, they, but they haven't Googled what communism is. Right. Uh, TikTok lawyers know better than jailhouse lawyers, think they know everything but not willing to invest four years of law school. I agree. There's a lot of people who think they know stuff and they challenge us, which just makes it fun. Uh, if I let someone brow my vehicle and they only have a G2 with my insurance company, will my insurance company come uh, cover them? Uh, I, I don't brow my vehicle to anybody. <laughs> I, I'm very reluctant to lend vehicles uh, because you are lending your insurance. Uh, they could, if they have their own insurance and their own vehicle, uh, use their insurance to cover it. That's possible to bind it. Uh, but generally speaking, your insurance is what's covering it. Especially the liability yeah. portion of it because it's your vehicle. So um, if, if you're letting somebody else make sure they're properly licensed, it's valid. A G2 is valid for you to lend out, but there is an online and Sean has a link to it. If you go to trafficop.ca, you can actually go down to the, to uh, a page and the page will be for checking a driver's license. I'm going to see if the, if the website is loading uh, and I will bring you to that right now. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. The obligation is on you to make sure that the other person that you're lending the car to has a valid driver's license. Yes. And uh, I'll put this the, the traffic cop page up for a second. And if it is valid, your insurance company should. Unless yeah. there's something written into your insurance policy, because it's a contract between you and them, that says, thou shall not let anybody under 25 drive, or thou shall not let this person drive. So if that's in there, then obviously not. 
So the MTO page that I'm trying to send you to is not responding right now. It says it's taking too long. It timed out. I'm going to double check to see if they've updated the link because sometimes uh, the links change. So it's not loading right now. But uh, normally you would be able to enter the information into – actually, let me see if I can find it doing it another way. Uh, Ontario Free Drivers. So this is the uh, this is the webpage from the MTO that all – Car rental companies yes. would use to check and make sure that they're, the people that they're renting cars to has a valid driver's license. Exactly. Driver's license check. No, it's, it's down. Their site's totally down. Uh, I'm going to assume the link is still good, so you can go get to it from trafficcop.ca in another time. You punch in basic information, nothing personal. It's going to be the driver's license number, and I think date of birth is a verification. And then it is going to tell you uh, status is valid or, or suspended or, or not valid. It doesn't give you very much. It doesn't even tell you what type of license it is. But it'll give you the ability to ensure that the person, you've taken steps to ensure that the person you're lending your car to is actually licensed. And it's very similar to the webpage that the uh, federal government put up, the RCMP, for checking the status of vehicles. Should you want to go buy a used vehicle Mm -hmm. and you want to check the status, make sure that it doesn't actually belong to somebody else and is stolen, it won't give you information. It'll just say if there's a file or not a file associated with your vehicle. It's a, it's a CPIC check, and I have links to that as well Yep. Uh, on the Traffic Cop page. Uh, if I buy a project car that can't be safety or insured, how would I register the vehicle to my name, or would I have to keep the bill of sale until it's ready to be registered? You're required to change the ownership when you buy it within six days, Yep. but you can have it as a as-is-where-is, uh, uh, not, fit. not fit An status. unfit status. So you have the ownership for it, it's registered with it, but it's not legal for the operation on the road. And then it's in your name, should something happen to it, everybody will be able to find you, return it to you, should it go missing. It's important. It's important to have it registered your name and for insurance purposes. You wouldn't want that going missing, but it's for so many reasons. Also, if you sell a car, make sure that you go to the ministry and tell them that you sold the car. I have gone to uh, investigated too many situations where the registered owner is not the owner. In fact, they sold the car a year ago, and it was abandoned in the middle of a road involving in a collision or a uh, crime, and it's been impounded for six months, and now they owe $5,000 in storage. Or more. Or more. So the obligation is on the seller, and I say this to everybody who calls in when they get one of our letters saying that we've impounded your car, and they said, oh, I've sold it. It's not mine anymore. The obligation is on the seller to mm-hmm. um, to purchase the $20 used vehicle information package. There's instructions in there on how to change the status of your vehicle. You keep a portion. You give a portion to the buyer. Without that document issued by the Ministry of Transportation, it is impossible for the buyer to change it into their name. They can't do it unless they have a copy of that document. So if you don't provide that to them, there's no way they can ever put it into your name. You are still liable for it. And in um, towing companies, if a child get towed and we can't find who the owner is, they will come after you as the registered owner Yeah. because that's what says in the act that it is a registered owner that is liable for that. Ryan doesn't want us to use this platform for recruiting. It's boring, and all the information is easily accessible on the TPS website. I'm sorry we're boring, Ryan. (laughs) The deal is that not everybody watching has ever thought about becoming a member of the Toronto Police Service. We're opening eyes to new faces, uh, to to new opportunities, and uh, we will continue to talk about recruiting. I'm sorry that you're less happy about that. Uh, But there's a lot of people who have, actually, there are people who have been from the show who have applied and given us feedback that, 
they became aware of the opportunities within the service because of the show. So, yeah, we, we need good people, and there's good people watching, so yeah, we're going to keep doing it. Hey, Ryan, why don't you come join the show, please? There you go. Uh, we talked about, is there a fine for removing mufflers? Do I have to live at OPC, or can I commute? I live fairly close and would like to be home during the week after class. This was a, a question about OPC that I started to talk about and completely squirreled and went into other things. That doesn't but happen to you. Well, I talked it? about eggs and I talked about the fact that you go to pre and post Elmer and, uh, but, but in terms of OPC, he wanted to know any, anything we could share. Yep. And, uh, and then this is the, the follow-up question of, well, you can commute. There are people who commuted. Yep. But you miss out on a lot of the lifestyle and the experience if you commute. You know what? There is uh, team building exercises. Um, there are study groups. There are things going on all the time uh, where it is actually worth staying there. Now, the accommodations are <laughs> not five-star. No. Uh, but you will you will become good, fast friends with your pod mates. Or really hate them. I don't know. <laughs> well, there is that too. <laughs> There's a couple, you know. Uh, but yes, you can, you can go home. Uh, just be aware that you have the opportunity to live there. The, you're paying for the food. You're paying for the, the accommodation. Yeah. Uh, it, the food is not great. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't, it's not well, five star. It changed when you went, I believe. It was apparently worse before I got there. Right? Yes. Maybe they were just getting ready for me. They wanted to make <laughs> sure I didn't go hungry. <laughs> Paul, Paul reminds us that there are funs and noon speeders. Are you technically public relations? Gabby wants to know. Uh, we are media relations officers. Uh, we do public relations. Uh, yes, we are public relations. We are. Uh, Sean is actually um, traffic safety programs, doing an awful lot of things. He's going to be at the, uh, the car show. show. Yeah. Uh, coming up and doing an in-person, maybe we'll do an in-person. Every day. I am a supervisor here. I do a, a whole bunch of things. True. My, my biggest thing that I do is I look after the 30,000 plus cars that the Toronto Police tows every year um, and our independent tow contractors that uh, that do the work for us. But I'm also the backup media relations officer. The primary media relations sergeant is not here. She has been seconded to do something else. So... Here I am. Because I we're do all this, I do that, I do it all. Yeah. As police officers, we can do all sorts of things. But, but yeah, we've been trained as media relations officers. Was I that, actually went to OPC, the Ontario Police College, for my training. Me too. It was fun. But you didn't stay on site. Oh no, that's right. They had I a hotel. Did. They were they did not have availability because of the uh, recruits uh, recruits sessions that were there. And now they're not doing it at the OPC. I think they're doing it all on other locations. Yeah. So. I, I think I was the last class that I was at OPC, maybe. Uh, okay. Talk, oh, here, this is a, a question from Twitch. We don't get a lot of questions out of Twitch, so I appreciate the ones that come. What are the rules for Surons? Light BX model, if I have a G1 and I'm 16 years old. So Surons, I don't know about the Light BX. I think that's the one that does 50 or 80 kilometers an hour, but it is a pedal-ish bike. Yep. Uh, we've pulled it up on the screen before. It is a motorcycle. It is not an e-bike. It is not lawful to be used on the road, on the sidewalk, in a park, anywhere uh, in the province of Ontario except private property. G1 or otherwise, the only way to get that uh, on the road legally is to license it, insure it, and you have a G1, you'd have to wait. Uh, you have to get an M1. Right. You'd actually have to have a motorcycle license because it is a motorcycle by yeah. definition. And and it's funny. I, I've got to, I've been meaning to go have some talk, uh, talk in-person discussions with some dealers because I'm seeing TikTok videos where people are saying, here's this great uh, e-bike. It's perfectly legal, no license, no insurance. But if you put it in off-road mode, you can do 80 kilometers an hour. I'm like, that's not an e-bike. Nope. No, if, if it has the ability to do that, it is not an e-bike. And yet they're out there selling it because someone sold them. 
What is this? I don't know. Oh, okay. Can you tell me? Uh, this. So S- Steve was saying here uh, that uh, it's not about the money for frontline cops, but the upper manage and, pol- and political overlords definitely need the money. Uh, this is all about the motivation of, of tickets. I, I, if, if we're not told we have to write them just to write them, then their motivations, they may need the money, but it's not, it's way more expensive to enforce laws than to Absolutely not enforce is. laws. If they just stopped us from going out, I think that they'd save more money than sending us to make the road safer. So it's, it's a loss. What, uh, what are you looking at? Right now? Well, it says right there. This Ooh, what are you looking at? Oh. <laughs> not that one. Which one? Up, up. The OIP. Oh, that is. That's the one. Oh, you got it. <laughs> I so, don't know. I, I've been looking at different stuff and things. Axel, which one? Obviously, he's looking in from, he sees the bear. Oh. We, oh, no, no, he's on, uh, he's on YouTube. He sees the whole thing. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> We've squirreled. Uh, if you see someone smoking cannabis and then driving away, what should you do? That is an impaired driver call. If you see someone who's Absolutely. smoking. That's a 911 call. Yeah, because that person, whether they have reached the peak of their, uh, their what's the word I'm looking Impairment? for? Impairment. Impairment or not, uh, they're going to be getting worse as they continue and the system accepts all that they've just ingested. That's a 911 call. Yeah, that no different than if you saw someone leaving a bar with after having been drinking. Uh, this is the same thing. And if there was media, if there was media, I read media. If there was uh, alcohol and in conjunction with marijuana, wow, it changes. The, yeah, it really changes the dynamics. Um, boom, boom, boom. Oh, we got here. I got my G two. Thank you for all the tips. You're very welcome. Excellent. Happy to be Congratulations. Here to okay. Drive safe. Stephanie and girl says, hi, Sean, I'm writing my G1 test on Friday. Do you have any suggestions? Oddly enough, we're full of suggestions here. Um, I always say, review the book. You've been studying it, but review it. Maybe have a friend create some sample stuff, go to online and do the sample tests online. Remember, the G1 test is, is 40 questions, 20 signs, and 20 rules of the road. And if you can get most of these sample tests, which we still need to do the challenge. Yes, we do. Uh, but it is, it, is, it is not as hard. It, it, the biggest thing is going to be your stress. So get as much sleep as you can, eat and, and water, and do all those things. So you're not stressed out, you're not hungry, you're not distracted. Sleep is possibly the best thing. So we, uh, we've challenged each other without studying, without reading the book, without opening it up. Yes. We're going to do the test and see who comes. What if we do it on the live stream on Thursday? What if, uh, well, we could do that. Maybe. We we'll we'll figure it out. We should do, we should talk, and we could do it like split, I don't know, we'll figure something out. We could do it split screen, both, sh- no, we can't both share. We'll have to do it offline and then that way we can get our screens and make it all nice so you can see what we see. A little uh, shout out for my son this week. He is going into the the MTO. He's writing a test as well. He uh, he's going for his class A, C, with a Z endorsement. Wow! So yeah, he is uh, he's taking the course right now to become a transport truck driver, and a bus driver. Very cool. So good luck to him. Yes, good luck. And Randy McNaught uh, agrees because I made a comment that I'd love to see the traffic acts of all of Canada become like the uh, the criminal code of Canada, make one traffic act for the entire country. I don't know why we have to separate it. Mm. What, what kind of rules? Are, are, uh, no? I don't, I don't know. Why not? One set of rules to govern them all, like one ring. <laughs> there, uh, there are different risks in different provinces, different traffic flows. There are different... Uh, everything is different. And you have to drive towards those conditions. But it's I, so I, 
don't know. few differences already. Why not just make them the same? Well, we know that Quebec would not want a front license plate. Nobody wants a front license plate. Right. Yes. Nobody. Uh, but I think they're 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 really cool. <laughs> <laughs> they, they make the lines of your vehicle look so good. I see that Stephanie was like, is Sean reading the YouTube chats? I'm reading all of it. Uh, at an intersection where the lights are out, who has the right of way? Well, if the lights are out, it's to be treated as a four-way stop. And uh, if, they're, if they're not functioning at all. Uh, if they're flashing red in all directions, it's a four-way stop. If it's flashing red for some and yellow for others, the red are a stop sign uh, and the yellow are proceed with caution. Thus, you must treat, you have to pay attention to what the other side is doing. If the lights are completely out, it is a four-way stop just exactly the same as you would a four-way stop sign yes. intersection. And whoever has the right-of-way in the four-way stop sign intersection would have the exact same right-of-way at an uncontrolled intersection. Totally. Uh, Aaron's, totally. 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 Uh, what it, it's, it's it Crush, who's the, uh, uh, the, the turtle from Finding Nemo? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's... There's a movie I actually have seen. It's a great movie. Well, I, I've done the Disney cruises, and when you go to the rest, one of the restaurants, I think it's the Animator's Palette, uh, Crush, uh, comes to your table by way of animation, and it's and it, it's interactive. He talks to you. He has wow. a full-on conversation. He's like, and he gets the kids to go, yeah, say, say <laughs> you repeat after me. Like, say, it, it, it's fantastic. I, I'm not going to continue trying to, to repeat the lines. Uh, let's see here. Thanks for all the info, guys. That's from Aaron. You're very welcome. It's what we do. Uh <clears throat> Thoughts on allowing mutual combat laws nationwide? Um, I don't really think about na na mutual combat mutual laws. Mutual combat laws. I mean, ultimately, you can have a consensual fight if that's what we're talking about. Uh, people can fight, but you cannot continue to the point where you are no longer able to defend yourself. Where it's now point you can't you can't consent to being beaten. Actually, you can't consent to getting hurt in any way. Oh, you can consent to fight mm -hmm. a consensual fight, but you can't consent to getting hurt. So at what point is the fight causing hurt? Mm. Ow! I, stop. I, I can't consent to this. <laughs> I have a boo-boo. Anyway, um, yeah, I'd like to know more what you're talking about. Uh, let's see here. Stephanie and the girls, non-functioning high. Okay, we're, that was the answer from, uh, we just talked about it. Uh, does, a, does a college diploma and police foundations help the chances of su successful candidates or is a bachelor required? High school is required. Any post-secondary is a bonus. The higher the degree, the better you compete against others. One thing I always say is that police foundations is police foundations, and it's fantastic, but it's just teaching you stuff that you're going to get taught once you're hired. And if everybody has police foundations, you're all the same. But if you go and become an accountant, a veterinarian, a programmer in computer sciences, you bring unique skill sets to our service that make us better because you bring unique things. And you're unique to everybody else. You stand out from the crowd. You know, there are, right now is a good time to get hired, but there were times when the hiring was so slim that unless you were standing out of the crowd, you weren't getting it. Yep. So, you know, you're investing for four years of education. I would invest in the thing that makes you the best candidate possible. But quite honestly, you don't need anything. No, you don't. A high school diploma is enough, mm -hmm. but you will struggle. You, you will without some life experience or some additional schooling. So university definitely not required. Uh, that was going to be required. They changed the tune. Yep. Also, it's something I keep forgetting to mention. Right now, for another two years, the Ontario government is paying for police uh, the, the actual cost of Ontario Police College, which is somewhere in the vicinity of fifteen thousand dollars being absorbed by the province. I had to pay like ten grand. Um, you didn't have to pay anything. I didn't, but I'm old, and uh -oh. I went and I went before you started earlier. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see here. 
Oh, Randy McDodd has uh, any thoughts on mandatory driver's license recall every five years to include classroom testing? Um, that is a very interesting concept being spoken about by many people. I don't know if it's going to ever happen, but could you imagine if we had to retest every five years? I think that's fantastic. I think so too. It would cost an awful lot of money. The administrative costs would be a lot. Be, and that cost would be downloaded to the public. But would it make our roads better? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we If you look at European standards, now... I spoke to a chap uh, through LinkedIn who reached out. He had moved from Toronto or Canada, at very least, to Ireland. He stopped driving. He was given a provisional license, but he had to do so much to get to the next level that was so costly that it wasn't worth it. Uh, it's very expensive to drive in Europe, especially in Ireland, apparently. And um, it, 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 they're higher standards. And you look at most countries, if you want to buy a motorcycle, you graduate from small engine displacement to high. Why don't yep. we do that here? Why are you allowed to get a learner's permit with a 1,000cc rocket? So in in Ontario, you are allowed to. Yes. Other provinces? Is it is it different? They are different. Oh. In fact, I talk about New Brunswick because that's the most recent place I've been. Uh, persons under 16, 15 years old, can drive ones that are up to 50ccs on the road. Interesting. And you see them driving down the road after school going... As a kid, the kid in me says that's cool. As an adult, I'm like, really? No. Um, Evil Terabyte, great name, says, if I have a template and I get pulled over, what happens? Well, if you have a template and you're within the 10 days of its permit, you are okay. You have to have, the vehicle has to be safe for the road. Yep. Uh, but it is uh, it is not much to. And to you have to have proof of insurance. Mm-hmm. But your template is just like a regular plate as long as it's valid. Now, we don't actually give out templates anymore. You get a plate? Unless the vehicle is not going to remain in Ontario. Well, that's the, t- that's the paper plates. We don't actually... That is the paper plate, yeah. the template. So the temporary T on, on your license plate is your 10-day. Yes. And it doesn't actually give you a date on it like the paper plate does, but allows us to look at you and go, well, maybe I should check that one. Now, with the invent of automatic license plate readers, that's going to happen anyways. Yeah. It, it's, it'll be more closely caught or monitored. Um, if you're driving without it, that's a problem because it's not authorized to circulate. Yes. This is just there to help you go and get things done. Got stopped by police while I was parked and was told my vehicle came back stolen. After a bit, they told me it was an error. Does that happen often? Um, it could have been a typo. I, I don't know. Things happen. Can it happen? Can you have a, can you have a plate that's re- that was issued a stolen alert because someone entered it incorrectly in the alert system could happen. Uh, anything's possible, but often I don't think it happens often. No. And, uh, we would like all of our computer work to be entered properly. And that's why people like me are around to ensure that people are doing proper, uh, occurrences and stuff and things are getting done like it should. Yes. Uh, one vote against amalgamating all traffic acts. Keep them separate so Albertans can keep our trucks. What's going on, Alberta? <laughs> well, you know, we we have trucks too. Yeah. They're grocery getters, but Albertans have like real trucks. This is true. Big, big old trucks. Tire studs would be an example of valid differences. So we can have studs in Northern Ontario, not Southern Ontario. Um, I don't know about other provinces, what their rules are, but I they, what would happen if we amalgamated was they would just... just note everything for each province and any kind of exemptions like that, just like they do now. Uh, let's see here. We got, uh, we talked about that already. 
Are you allowed to take your G2 with one arm getting surgery done next week? Uh, I would suggest. To, if you're doing the testing, I would not put yourself in a position to fail. Right. I would suggest you not do it and make yourself the best person to take the test at the time you're taking the test. Yeah. There's no, there's no reason to, to, uh, to do it. Like even if you're expiring, you could book the test now for when you think you'll be all healed up and you'll, you, you can get extended to that. They'll, they'll, they'll do things like that for you, especially when you have such a valid reason. Uh, and if you can't otherwise do your test before you get your surgery done, if it's safe to drive and you're able to do it. Uh, but, but this is not something to rush. Uh, why burn a test? It's not that you will not be able to drive. It's that you're just going to pay again if you fail. There's no real negative except except driving unsafely. That well, would be, that would be the that would thing. That's the potential. If you only have one arm and you're not cognizant of what you're doing and able to operate the vehicle safely, you could get yourself charged for that as well. Yes, if you're putting if you're not able to 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 operate your vehicle safely, you are liable for that. Uh, evil terabyte. I still love that name. Says, thanks for the info. Looks like I'll leave my car in the driveway until I have to get new plate. <laughs> All right. Uh, then Randy says, insurance coverage also checked, confirmed as per coverage with your insurance company or agent. I'm imagining that is the question about can I let a G2 driver uh, operate my car? That would make sense. Or borrow my car. Or brow my car. Bra don't brow anyone's car. Uh, I'm just looking to see if we have any questions that I did not answer. Uh, Janet Hoyles, who made a comment, says, have a great day and stay safe. And uh, Mike Harris says, Sean, great show as always. And Mike Harris, I know that guy. Crystal says, I like the Instagram. I don't like Instagram. It only looks at our shoulders and a teddy bear. Uh, but <laughs> most people are coming over to, uh, uh, to other platforms to get the full widescreen view. Hey, if you want to uh, listen to any of our episodes, they're archived on YouTube. Uh, you can always search through our streams because it's on all of the platforms. It's always available there. But if you want to watch things, you can totally go to YouTube. And if you want to synchronize them as podcasts and listen to them while you drive legally without burning your data and breaking the law, uh, go to Ask a Traffic Cop on your favorite app. It should be there. iHeartRadio app has us. Uh, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even a video version on Spotify. We're, we're everywhere. So I'll download the show after the we stop streaming. It'll be available very shortly thereafter. Kind of like you're popular or something. It's not popular. Just, you know, we're available. We're there, just in case. Uh, we've got uh, Quirps, <laughs> also a good username, I think. Uh, hey, Sean, just curious on your thoughts on lane splitting. Lane splitting has saved my lives uh, on three different occasions. We're both riders. Uh, I was a motor squad officer uh, for, for, for years, and I can appreciate why lane splitting has benefits. In Prob certain circumstances, yeah, in certain occasions. The vast majority of issue uh, is that people abuse things and lane splitting at slow speeds done responsibly, I personally don't have an issue with, but the law does. Uh, the The issue is that it is unsafe and you can't, uh, you can't account for what anyone else is going to do on the road. So, you know, if you were traveling at 10 kilometers an hour through traffic, could it be done safely? Potentially. Is it illegal? It's careless driving, stunt driving, or, or even dangerous driving at high speed. Uh, I can't endorse it. I can't. I've seen too many collisions, too many uh, situations where people have lost limbs uh, because you thought the person was going to do what they were doing, but they zigged when you, when you expected them to zag. Now, I do understand where you're thinking that you don't want to be the last car in the line and having the person come up and rear end behind you. And that's lane filtering just to get out of the way. Right. 
And I'm totally okay with that. If you want to move one car length in and stop and not try and get to the head of the pack, I personally would never write a ticket for anything like that. Is it lawful? No. But it's, but you could articulate that to an officer. You could understand that. Yeah. But, but, and so, and there's another thing I have watched so many videos in the United States in California highway patrol pulling over, uh, vehicles for not lane splitting because it's legal there, but driving on the shoulder, not legal. You can go between lanes, but you can't go on the, off the roadway. Uh, and they, even on their website say that lane splitting is legal, but dangerous. And they talk about speed differential and that's one of the biggest issues. So if you're doing 50 kilometers faster than stop traffic, you're only doing 50. 50 doesn't feel uh, very fast. You're doing 50 and everybody else has stopped. That is a problem. Uh, when we are going lights and sirens to a call, we don't want to go more than 30 kilometers over uh, the tr- the speed of traffic because it's the it's the difference in speed that is the most dangerous. In fact, the closest the differential is, the safer it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. HOV lanes. People are in the HOV lane doing 100 or more and the traffic is stopped. And then someone in the main lane decides, you know what? I see there's nobody in there. I'm going to just break the rules and I don't have enough people. They pull into the path of a traffic. Or even at the uh, the spots that's legal to transfer yeah. into that lane, when they're doing zero and you're coming up at 100, that doesn't leave an awful it's, lot of time it, to, to adjust. It leaves an earth-shattering kaboom. Yes. All right. Uh, it is time to say goodbye. There is no show tomorrow. I am not in the office. What? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm doing some offsite work, and uh, I won't be here. However, I will be here in spirit. I'll be monitoring the uh, comment sections and things like that, amongst doing other things. So I'm. I'm here, but I'm not here. If you have questions, go to trafficcop.ca. You can always send me an email through the submission form. Follow us on all the other platforms. But uh, we'll be back on Thursday, and do this thing again for another hour or so. I hope I'm here on Thursday. I hope so too. It's fun when you're here. All right. Here's the traffic song. Somebody said they didn't like it, but I love it. Unless you got a better version. Did you already say your Yogi Bear quote from I did not. We'll come back for the dad jokes in a sec. All right. Okay, so we're back. Uh, there was one question that Chase asked early on the show, and Sergeant Campbell wasn't here, and I didn't actually expect him. It was talking about the vehicle ex- or the uh, handle communication exemptions for mechanic diagnostic tools. So what I've done is pulled up that section, and I'm looking for exemptions. Do I can I find them? Can I find them? no? It's not listed there. I got to go into the actual act, uh, and I can do that. But I wanted to read the Yogi Berra quote. The future just ain't what it used to be. <laughs> it's actually a good one. A dad joke. If you got any other dad jokes, you got about 10 seconds to post them up on the screen. Uh, dad joke. Parking. Dad joke. Parking. Place to put car. Also, 
the best average golfer. What? Also the best. I don't understand that. Do you understand that? Dad joke. Parking. Place to put car. Also the best average golfer. I, I don't get it. It may be me who failed, but I don't, I don't get that joke. Hmm. Okay, let's see here. Since the website that I that I use to, to googly goo, I'm gonna look it up as the uh, the act. So handheld. Did you find it? All right, I'll, I'll come back in for this one. I will come back in for this one. Yeah, uh, section E, subsection E, during the exemptions. Oh, so, you found it. Okay. An instrument gauge or system that is used to provide information to the driver regardless regarding the status of various systems of the motor vehicle. That's exactly. Um, one that would show it for a mechanic that is sticking a car on a road test. Now, to take your eyes off the road, to look down could at it. Could still be careless. Could still be careless. So it, uh, it is a, an exemption to the handheld portion, but it is not an exemption for driving in a manner that is not careful. Looking for other exemptions. There's a whole bunch of exemptions. So trucking, your electronic uh, data sheets uh, for logging. Um... GPS. If you're, you're visible to. Yep. Uh, collision avoidance systems. Yeah, log, uh, logistical transportation tracking system, device used for commercial purposes to track vehicle location, driver status, and delivery of packages and other goods. Collision avoidance system that has no other function than to deliver a collision avoidance system. Instrument gauge or system that is used to provide information to the driver. That's some of them. There you go. Uh, I think there's some other, well, there are some other ones because it talks about police having the ability. You're out of here? He's out. All right. So that was it. Uh, there's, there's obviously more, <clears throat> more we can dig into, but uh, we got to go. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, stay safe. Drive sober. Park legally. And smile because it looks good on you. I love that sound.